Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Hello everyone, you're listening to Scientific Healing Radio, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has amplified results with hundreds of my clients and healing students. Discover how you can protect your energy when working with others as a healer or coach with Safe Healing at ScientificHealer.com. Today, I'm very excited to have Lisa Mannion as my special guest. When I first met Lisa, I loved, loved, loved her marketing concepts. It felt more congruent with the way I wanted to speak to people with upbeat messages rather than poking around in the pain and then even pouring salt in the wound. And then doing manipulative marketing to trick you into wanting some product or program. Lisa has a big mission in the world to basically heal how we connect with one another. She's leading a shift from the antiquated manipulative marketing methods, specifically the problem, agitate, and solve copywriting formula or approach, to a values-based approach incorporating her simple three-step formula to build relationships and speak. Now it's her trademark formula, challenge, solution, and invitation, abbreviation CSI, to make it easy to remember. <laughs> Lisa helps build relationships, attract ideal clients, and increase income online and offline, and often uncovering unrealistic web expectations. Everybody from all those formulas that you hear about putting your business on the web, it's not that easy. Lisa's big vision um, is the ability to see all the pieces of your marketing puzzle allows her to help you reverse engineer your big ideas into tangible action steps to turn your dreams into reality. She's the president of Write On Creative Writing Services. Lisa has successfully operated her business since 2003. And if you think about it, so many businesses fail in the first couple of years. That is an amazing accomplishment in itself. Additionally, she has spent well over 20 years in the marketing trenches of advertising agencies, radio stations, and nonprofit organizations. And the reason why I want to talk to her today is that most healers or health professionals aren't that skilled at running a business because, frankly, that's not their expertise. And even attracting the right clients. You don't want those clients from hell, believe me. The average income of healers, chiropractors, massage therapists, or even talk therapists isn't usually high enough to sustain oneself comfortably. Your business needs healing as much as other people do. Let's let Lisa tell her story on why she went down this path. I'm sure it will be a familiar one to you. Welcome to the show, Lisa. I'm so excited to get this conversation going. Oh, thank you so much. I am delighted to be here. And, you know, it's really interesting. I decided to start my business in 2003 when I 
I had actually been working at a premier advertising agency in the market I was living in at that time. And it was a really great gig. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I wasn't doing business on my terms. And I think any of us that are drawn to a bigger purpose in life can understand that. And so I knew I wanted to focus on my writing more and I knew I wanted to be able to choose my clients. Um, and that wasn't always the case at the ad agency. So I thought I'm going to take all of this experience that I have and I am going to start focusing on writing a little bit more. I was writing for magazines and I kind of wanted to take a break from marketing and advertising. I was just getting a little bit burned out on it, honestly. But what I found and what was really interesting, two things happened that really catapulted my business. Uh, one was I actually had a non-compete in the market where um, I lived because I resigned from the ad agency and so I couldn't actually work my magic in the local market. So I decided to go global because I don't like to let things, you know, be a roadblock. I think, well, where's the opportunity here? Okay, let's just go global. So I started studying with some of the top marketers and copywriters um, in the world and just built, you know, my website out and started going national and global, which was really a blessing in disguise. The other, the other thing that happened is, I realized that while I wanted to write articles and take a break from the marketing and advertising piece for a bit, people needed it and they needed it really badly and they needed someone who could actually um, help them understand how they needed to market their magic because what happens is we go into business because we have magic to share with the world, whatever our magic might be. And then we realize, oh boy, we just started a business and we've got to market that magic because if we're not making sales then we're not able to sustain ourselves. And you, you alluded to that in your intro. It's really, really important. Our businesses do need healing just like we as people need healing. So that's kind of how all of this started. And as I learned the marketing and copywriting techniques that everyone else was teaching, one thing was really sticking in my mind. And it was the fact that they were using a lot of manipulative approaches and particularly, as you mentioned, poking at those pain points. And that just did not feel good to me. There was a major energetic disconnect, but I was still kind of um, finding myself, if that makes sense. So I was questioning, well, who am I to question all these experts and these gurus when this is what everyone's always been doing? And then I realized, well, who am I not to? I really have to share what's what I know to be true, what I have gotten is divine downloads to be a better way to create relationships. And we don't have to manipulate people into doing business with us because what I saw happening is when people would poke at the pain points, what, yes, it does get results and people do respond to pain. However, it creates a heightened emotional frenzy where people feel like they have to purchase this thing that it's somehow going to solve all of their problems that may or may not be true and often after the fact it perpetuates buyer's remorse because people realize oh gosh I just really got you know kind of brought down into this mire of despair by having someone poke at my problems and I bought this product or service that I thought was going to be the answer but that's not really the answer we've got to go deeper yeah and it's it, one of the things that they also do is um, use all those marketing tricks like false scarcity and, you know, discounts that are going to end and then you go back on and the same discounts are there and phony sales and all those things. And I find that I, I could never write that and people kept telling me 
I hired professional copywriters and they kept telling me I had to add that and it just felt completely wrong because that's not wasn't the truth and when you work energetically of course when you work energetically you have to be in integrity otherwise uh, people will know it and will feel it and will get shooed away because that's not my highest value is integrity and that's how I run my business and I deliver what I say I'm going to deliver when I say I'm going to deliver it and if I'm not in integrity, I feel it and so does everybody else. So those, all those marketing techniques really make me crazy. And um, one thing that I've noticed is that I almost don't have to market. I just open my mouth and I get people pointing at me, I have to work with you. <laughs> yes, because you're coming from that place of truth and you hit on something that's really key in everything that I teach as well is, is your values. Because I say your values equal value. It's what you bring to the table. And when you are walking your talk and you're delivering upon your promises, then you're energetically aligned with what's right and you are going to get more business. Now, you also mentioned the false scarcity and some of those other tactics. And I love that you mentioned that because I had the same exact thought. In fact, gosh, it was probably, I wanna say close to 10 years ago now, I wrote a chapter about these trends that were happening and what what was going to change and it was in a it was in a number one best-selling book a compilation book where I predicted that all of the false scarcity and this manipulation was going to begin to fall to the wayside as we really rose up to claim our voices and to be true to who we were and to be true to the people that we're serving plus I could never implement any of those anyway right I mean there is there is some truth to the fact that sales work so you can do these things ethically you can have a sale that really is only going to last a specific amount of time but then really stop it because you lose credibility if someone goes back like you mentioned to the website and the sales still going on i mean that really is not going to just it's not going to get people to trust you and you have to build relationships based on trust and based on your values and based on really relating which is why i got so passionate about teaching people how to shift the energy and to really start focusing on passion points instead of pain points and to build those relationships so that it creates long-term sustainable business relationships. Yeah, I just had this happen this weekend. I was interested in a particular book and they said, you know, one of those free free book plus shipping deals. And it says, I only have a thousand of them and when they're all gone, this page is coming down. Well, the page has been up for two years and I ordered it, and it says, oh, yeah, they're on back order. Oh, wow. I know, and I'm going, okay, I don't believe anything out of this guy's mouth anymore. <laughs> yeah, see, and people don't realize, you know, it, really we just have to stop and engage our critical thinking, and that's one of the things that I'm really, really passionate about. I like to break the trance, challenge the status quo, and engage critical thinking, and if we do you know, that little piece of engaging our critical thinking and we look at how people are showing up and what they're doing, we know better. We know not to use those techniques. We know it's not going to work or win us uh, business. So I think that's really important because all too often, especially when we start a business and we're feeling a little bit overwhelmed because not only do we have to make our magic, we have to market our magic. And then there's so many people out there in the marketing arena telling you that they've got the magic bullet to fix everything. And so that critical thinking comes into play and it's really crucial to listen to your intuition and, and think, does this 
does this really make sense to me? Does this feel good to me? And is this person really coming from that place of integrity? And you'll have to do some due diligence. I always say check references. I always say talk to some of the testimonial people that are featured. Really get a feel for what it is that you're you're investing in so that you know you're making a sound decision for your business. And if you know somebody is using shady techniques, chances are you don't want that misaligned energy anywhere near your business. Yes, and, and a lot of times it's a it's a gang where everybody is doing testimonials for one another. So when I see those particular people doing testimonials for um, then I think to myself, okay. <laughs> so it's like one of those, I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I, I also don't like that because a lot of them don't feel authentic. Yeah, that can that can be a challenge, you know. I think, um, but I think if we're coming from a place of truth and honesty and yep. integrity, yep, it can be done with grace and ease, and yep. really showcase it. And that's why I tell people, even when they're thinking about working with me, go ahead and check the references. I have clients that you can talk to if you want to talk to them and see what it was like to work with me, but it's going to be all customized for you anyway. So it's going to be a different experience, but at least you'll know, like, did she follow up? Did she deliver? Did she do what she said she was going to do? And of course, yes, I did. And that's why um, I'm still in business. (laughs) Yeah. So did you have, so by changing, did you have a breakdown somewhere along the way? I think you had some sort of challenges um, and you had to change your business? No, I didn't actually have any challenges where I had to change my business. So okay. what I what happened was I basically just rose to the um, demands and requests of the clients that were coming my way. So what it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was a breakdown, but it was more of a kind of a coming out and an owning my own strength and voice. So what happened is, you know, I'd been studying with all of these people who I've got a lot of respect for, even if I don't respect all their techniques, just to be clear. You know, yes, of course. They've been taught and they just haven't broken the trance yet. And maybe someday they will. I hope so. It's just like but, medical schools, right? The medical schools haven't caught up with what, what really heals people. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what was happening is I would have all of these people coming my way. And most of the clients that I serve are what I call mission-driven entrepreneurs and business Mm -hmm. people. So they're authors, teachers, coaches, corporate leaders, healers, lightworkers, artists, you know, runs the gamut. But they have one big thing in common, and it is is a mission to change the world in some way and to do something really great that's making an impact. The other thing they have in common is that they're struggling with those techniques that are being taught that we mentioned, and they don't know how to get out of that cycle. And so what was happening is all these people were coming my way saying, Lisa, I just spent a lot of money with this sales coach or this business coach or this copywriter, whatever, or branding person, whatever it might be across all of those areas. Um, They were failing their clients, basically. They would come to me and say, we've we've got everything lined out on our website or our brochure or whatever it might be. But it's not really working. And we, you know, we've highlighted the pain points and nobody's buying. It's it's not converting. And so I'd have to really bring them back to basics and say, all right, well, let's look at the techniques you're using. And they'd say often it was the problem agitate and solve approach because they were told they needed to really get into that despair and poke at those pain points to get people to hit them at that emotional center where they would buy. And I thought, that's just so wrong. And I'd simply ask 
how do you respond when people poke at your pain points? Does it make you want to do business with them? And they'd stop and think about it and realize, oh my gosh, we just built everything in our business that is completely uh, contradictory to our own values and how we would even begin to treat people. And so they'd have to start over. And oftentimes I'm kind of the cleanup crew because people have been um, indoctrinated with all of these uh, problem agitate and solve approaches and the manipulation. And they're told that they're going to work because they can work, but it doesn't mean they're right. And so most of the people that I'm playing with are, are highly conscious and they begin to realize once they break the trance that, Oh gosh, this is not how I want to show up in, in my business. This is not how I want to be treated. It's not how I want to treat people. So we get them back in alignment with their values and then really look at their strategy and how they want to show up and how they want to relate. And then immediately they see shifts, uh, not only energetically, but then clients want to buy because they're interested in genuinely connecting and hearing from someone who's relating to them. And, and what I do, it's, it's kind of a subtle shift is instead of, you know, poking at the pain points, I basically meet people where they are and say, let's acknowledge the challenge with empathy and understanding. And that's the challenge piece. And then let's offer our solution by letting people know what we have to offer, but by also including value proposition. And what I mean by value proposition is um, case studies or real results, examples of how you've made a difference. And for you, it could be how you've healed people and how you've helped them move past emotional and physical blocks, different things like that, but giving them real tangible information. So within the solution piece, not only do they know what you do, how you do it, but how you've impacted others. So you're basically empowering them with information that they need to ensure you're the natural choice to do business with as long as it's an energetic fit. And then from there, you just continue the conversation with an invitation. And it's really as simple as building those relationships and keeping it very real. Yeah, it sounds uh, your business, what you do with people's copywriting and business sounds a lot like what I do with getting them to heal is that they've been told all these years to uh, take more chemicals to get healthier instead of doing the right things. So true. And, you know, you mentioned in the intro about me and how I help uncover unrealistic web expectations. That's another area that I kind of come in and I, I'm a, again, I'm the cleanup crew in a sense. And I wish that that weren't the case, but I'm also feel very blessed and honored that I do have that role and that I can help people course correct because we all do need to course correct from time to time. But often people will have spent a ton of money on their website and they think that um, they're just going to make money overnight and they don't realize that you've got to have a plan to get people to your site and like I say there's a there's an age-old advertising and copywriting adage that says that copy is king and I totally disagree I believe that copy is queen and that strategy is king and they are the feminine and masculine energy of marketing and they have to dance together for it to work period so I agree the best best copy in the world and no strategy, no one's going to see it, so you're not going to get results. And you can have a really fantastic strategy, and they get to your website, and and the copy's really weak, and so nothing's going to happen there either. So it's an intricate dance, and I like to help people uncover those unrealistic web expectations as well as helping them figure out how they can create a strategy that actually does work for their business. And oftentimes when we review their sites, I will uncover hidden revenue streams that they hadn't even thought about. Well, it actually goes deeper than that. I've talked to a lot of healers 
that have an offline business and they go, oh, well, I'm just going to put my business online and it's, everything's going to be solved. And I look at them and I say, well, you won't be making any money for two to three years while you're getting all that done. And they go, what? I go, yeah, going online's not that easy. You really, like you said, have to have strategy and copy, but you also have to know that what you have is going to resonate with buyers and that uh, the way I do it is I ask people to, I invite them into a program and if nobody buys it, I never built it, so no big loss except for the copy and the invitation. But then if a whole bunch of people buy it, I know that that's what people want and everybody gets it backwards. I'm going to write this book, big book and I'm going to create this big program and they spend hours and hours doing it and they've got everything backwards, like you said. Well, and you have to ask people. So my, my write on creative community, um, they've been wanting me to teach a copywriting course for a very long time and I just resisted because I didn't feel like creating it. Simply put, you know, I'm busy writing content and helping people with strategies and doing my thing. And I'm like, I get it. You guys want this, but um, I just hadn't done it. So I surveyed them, found out exactly what they wanted, and I put my put the course together. And now I just started offering it to them. And that's why we have to engage. That's, mm-hmm, that's exactly. the beauty of, of leveraging online relationships the right way. You have to ask what people want. You can't just create something and assume that they're going to buy. And I'm tweaking it as I go because... I, I welcome interaction from my online community. Once people become a member of the Write On Creative community, they can email me and ask me questions. They can set up a 15-minute complimentary Get Connected call because I want to know what they, what they want and need. Otherwise, I'm really not being of service. And so many people think they're going to put up their website and it's just going to be a set it and forget it deal. And that's not the way it works either. I use it to leverage real relationships. (laughs) Exactly right. Exactly. So you've helped a great many people transform their businesses. Can you give an example or two of individuals that you've helped and what you did and what the result was like the before and after? Oh, I sure can. You know, one of my favorite stories, and this is really cool because it's not even a client. And people say, Lisa, you're crazy. Why are you sharing the story when the person didn't even buy from you? Because that's not the point. The point is the transformation happened and I was of service and eventually she will become a client. And I know that, but it doesn't have to happen today or tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. It, it will happen. So this is just such a fun story. There's a woman that I was connected with through one of my networking groups that I was on and we were on a call together I had never even met her and she shared that she read an article that I had written I think it was the article that was in Aspire magazine where I first named my challenge solution and invitation formula Mm -hmm. and she read about that she had invested um in a sales coach and had been working with him she was using this in live events though so I'm sharing this example because Everything that I teach in the Challenge Solution and Invitation Framework can be applied to conversations, to writing, to basically building your business online, offline, however you want to do it. Anyway, she had been trying to implement these sales techniques in her live events, and she does sound healing, by the way, um, and they just were not working. And she read my article, and a light bulb went off it for her, and after that, she applied the Challenge Solution an invitation technique at her live events, she had people gathering to speak with her after the event, wanting to stick around, not wanting to leave. Of course, they converted into business. I don't know the exact amount of business, but that's one one example where 
it was just so clear to her once she saw the shift from poking at pain points to really amplifying the passion points, what a difference it would make and how you could naturally be yourself and connect with your audience or with your readers. And so I, I just love that because she told me on the call that she, all, you know, that this happened and almost brought me to tears because I get so excited when people are making these shifts and making some really good strides in their business. And then another more tangible, I would say, um, not that that isn't tangible, but another example is when it comes to websites, one of my clients, in fact, you met Orna at lunch when we met not too long ago in person. And Orna and Matthew Walters have a relationship coaching business and they came to me for help with their web and website and copy and they were doing a lot of it online and they were doing pretty well with that. But what I said to them is, listen, if you're going to be my relationship coach, I need you standing in front of me with my heart in your hands. And so if you make some, some shifts here and front load all of this with your VIP day where you're meeting with people in person and then supplementing with your online stuff, you're going to be able to one charge more, have more impact and make more sales. And they were really resistant to it at first, but when they made the change, one conversation, they made a sale that more than tripled their investment with me. And now they have their program sold out with a wait list. That's so awesome. Yeah. And people might know who they are. I, I actually knew who she was um, a couple, three years before we actually met in person. So that was that was really interesting to see that big shift in their business just from that simple strategy change. That's awesome. Yeah, and that's why I'm so passionate about saying, you know, that it's it's your strategy and your content. They have to work together. And another thing that people often miss is that you have to have a strategy for everything you're offering. So if you have different types of sessions, they probably need different strategies and different copy and content to package those. And so many people, especially on websites, think, oh, we're just going to toss it up there and just drive people to the website and they'll know exactly what to do. <laughs> Sometimes, yes, if it's done really well. But for example, I have multiple different things that I offer. And so I'm not going to market my copy course in the same way that I market my VIP days. Exactly right. It's like the spaghetti on the wall approach. Let's just see what sticks. <laughs> exactly. And I'm completely guilty of being an over creator. I can create all day long and I have to stop myself and say, stop. Make sure you're selling what you've already got going on, booking clients, and then go create. So it's kind of a fine balance for me. And that's true of creative individuals, though, which is why it's important to have that strategy piece in place and also to have a sounding board who can help you kind of discern and stay on track and be accountable. That's really awesome. Let's take a quick break. I want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis. Today, my special guest is Lisa Mannion, conscious marketing pioneer. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into her process and show how you can take your passion to help others transform and spread your message powerfully and effectively. According to the MetLife Foundation, people over 55 dread getting Alzheimer's disease more than any other. Yes, loss of your memories and who you are. 
The statistics are staggering. One in eight get some form of dementia or Alzheimer's over this age of 55, while one out of three at age 85 shows significant symptoms. Until recently, it wasn't believed that you could repair, heal, or grow new brain neurons. But now research shows how amazing the neuroplasticity is in your brain. While good nutrition, sleep habits, and exercise play a large role in helping you keep your mind intact, you can now re-energize your brain with a powerful new program that wakes up your brain and promotes deep neural healing. I have watched what others have called hopeless cases come out of comas and dementia and improve dramatically in a short period of time, much to their doctor's total surprise. Comments I hear often are doctors saying, I've never seen anything like this. You can get the same brain healing in a program that you can use over and over again to heal your brain and brain glands and keep them energized. You can live your best life ever with your memory fully intact. Is it your brain worth a small investment? Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to find out more. That's go to scientifichealer.com forward slash brain to learn how. Welcome back. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. You can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to download your tips on how to protect your energy when working with others or how to wake up your brain first thing in the morning in just 11 minutes. Before the break, we were talking to Lisa Mannion on how conscious marketing is the new paradigm and how old-style marketing messages are falling on deaf ears. Let's continue this conversation to discover more on this exciting topic. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you. I'm having so much fun talking about this today. I know. I'm just learning so much by listening. So tell me, what's the process you use to help people understand how to reframe their marketing? Gosh, so it, there's there's multiple layers. The framework that I use is the challenge, solution, and invitation framework. But before we dig into that, what I often find is is necessary is a realignment or a revisiting or possibly even an initial um, realization of what their values are. And I say that because I mentioned earlier that values equal value. Well, so many people have either lost sight of their values or they've, they've never actually identified their values. And values actually dictate everything. And what I found oftentimes for people when they come my way is there's typically an energetic misalignment or disconnect between what they're doing in their business and what their personal values are. And they just haven't carved out time to look at that. So sometimes we have to go back to basics to really identify that. And often where I see this most is people who have worked with coaches who tell them to go after the low hanging fruit because they can make money really fast. And maybe they've packaged some things that, that in fact it is making them some money, but there's something feels off and they're not sure why it's not working as well as they'd hoped. It's because their heart really isn't in it. So when we look at their personal values and get those dialed in, we can then 
make sure that that's really in uh, alignment with not only their personal mission statement, but their business mission statement. And then look at their business structure. And if that's really lining up to where there is an energetic connection now. And oftentimes people have to um, reassess and course correct where they are. They work with me. So it's not always for the faint of heart because we dig in deep and look at why is this, you know, it, we, we don't just um, treat symptoms. We go in and look at what's the root cause and why isn't this working for you? Often it's because of those manipulative marketing formulas and bad advice from other coaches and consultants. And I'm not saying that they're doing that to um, be malicious. I think sometimes they just don't know better. And again, many people just have not broken that trance yet and really started looking at what's right. So once we have all of that dialed in, that's when I really have people focus on the passion points instead of the pain points in general. And from there, we dig in and we look at what what is, of course, they need to know their ideal client too. We don't want to skip over that. But I'm, I'm assuming everyone has a pretty good idea who they're here to serve. And oftentimes, it, it could be industry specific or it could be um, um, ailment specific if you're working in the healing profession. I mean, you might just be working with specific types of energy blocks. It just depends. But we do need to be very clear about who it is that we want to serve because that's how we can then reverse reverse engineer everything to craft messages to speak directly to the challenges of our ideal clients and the challenges are much different than i mean they're they're similar to the problems but we're not poking at the pain points associated with the problems we're simply acknowledging the challenge for example when i share um that my ideal clients are mission-driven entrepreneurs who have a very big mission but struggle with with manipulative marketing messages, immediately they know who they are and they're drawn to me and they're ready to talk. And then when they want to know how I do that, that's the solution piece, right? And so I talk about my whole marketing with integrity platform and how I can realign them with their values to reverse engineer their most powerful solutions into profitable revenue streams and then create marketing messages with integrity that help them increase sales while being of true service and being true to their values, which is very appealing to those of us who are a little more heart centered or conscious, right? Exactly. Exactly. Share some of those And I, and you know, what occurred to me as you were talking, I'm thinking like, who's my ideal client? And everybody asks me that question. And the the answer that I kept coming up with is it was not a specific ailment or anything. It's a specific mindset. Like, Mm -hmm. right. And I, and you know, they always say, well, do they have this problem or that problem? Well, no, they don't really have a problem. It's just, they just want more out of life. Right. And so you can address messages with that. They just want more out of life. They're not happy to sit with a status quo. They they view themselves as as extraordinary, and they want to get every every last ounce of what you know awesomeness out of their life. And, and that's so beautiful. So you can then amplify the solutions that you provide to the people who want to have an even more abundant and robust life in all areas. And you can paint a picture of possibility by focusing on those passion points. Yeah. And I and that was what just struck me. And I'm going, oh, that's so cool because everybody always asks me who's my ideal client. Most of my ideal clients are just exactly what I described. And a lot of healers, 
Like, I don't want to work with people who are just stuck in the same do loop of pain or poor relationships because I keep talking to them and they keep ending up in the same place no matter what I do with them. But the other one, the ones that want to move forward, they're ready. They've got themselves in gear and they've got their foot on the gas pedal, but they just haven't put down the, the emergency brake yet. <laughs> yeah, see, and this is what's so important. And that's why I say, too, like, I consider my business to be really a specialty niche because people will say, well, wait a minute, what kind of authors do you work with or what kind of corporate leaders do you work with or what kind of healers? And I say it doesn't matter. As long as they want to build their business, they are really in tune or want to be really in tune with their values and they have a big mission to make a big difference in the world, I can help. And that's what I do. And so I wasn't falling into the standard boxes that people try to put us in and with the same question that they were asking you, you know, who's your ideal client? Well, they may just be, you know, they may just have a very specific mindset. They may just have a very specific need, but they don't have to be in a specific industry or have a specific ailment. They can, and that's okay if that works for your individual business. But knowing that you don't have to be pushed into a box, that it's okay to create your business in a way that serves your ideal clients as long as your um very clear in that you're acknowledging their challenge you're offering the right solution that they're interested in and then you can invite them to do business with you and that is the simplicity of my framework it's completely customizable to any business it's not cookie cutter or paint by number because i get that that doesn't work because not every business is the same no and everybody has different values right and everybody exactly. has and everybody has a different mission like i have one kind of mission i just want to shift the you know to put the care back into healthcare and shift the paradigm of medicine from from managing symptoms to going after the 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 cause and i know that functional medicine does that but there's still medicine they're still having you take pills and potions and all kinds of things rather than really looking at going down even deeper what the cause is. So um, this is this is kind of like my mission and not everybody has that mission. There are other people that have, you know, they like what you when we were talking about Orna and Matthew, their mission is to help people have better relationships and the, everybody has a different mission. Like, so it's, you can't market to, to all those <laughs> separately. Exactly. And you know, it's, it's fascinating too, because even when I, when I look at another really interesting example of how um, we are sometimes misguided, there's a local bookstore here that's this magical bookstore for kids that just ignites imagination. It's pretty amazing. And I went in to speak with the, the ladies that owned it. They had actually won me in a contest. There was an Innovate Her contest with the Small Business Administration. They were It was a pitch contest. And so I was one of the prizes with some consulting. I went in to speak with the ladies, and they asked me about what it was that I did. And I explained my philosophies of creating marketing messages with integrity and focusing on passion points instead of pain points. And this big light bulb went on for one of them and they both were just standing there really quiet. I'm like, what's going on? And she said, you just shift 
shifted the way I think about marketing and removed a block that I have had forever. We've been trying to figure out our pain points because they were following some other coaches and consultants work and they couldn't figure out any pain points. I was like, you don't have pain points. You're here to paint a picture of possibility. You are igniting magic and imagination in children. Unless you wanted to go down a really negative route and talk about learning disabilities and horrible things like that, that we don't want to go there. We want to, you know, build people up. So they were so excited just to hear that there was another possibility because they hadn't heard of my method until I walked through those doors and said, here I am and let me help. Yeah. And when I first talked to you, it's like you almost gave me like I had been doing trying to figure out how to do this old style marketing and I wasn't happy with it. So I was doing mine and it was like you just gave me permission to do whatever I wanted. <laughs> well, and we, we need to do that and trust our intuition more. And, and you know, part of it, I, I wish that I would have trusted my intuition sooner because there was the part of me that was still working through my own stuff going through the who am I to challenge all these people that are sharing this and I realized you know it's not even really a challenge I'm just speaking my truth and my truth works very well for me and it works very well for the mission-driven business owners that I work with and we can create whatever we want it's our business and as long as it's working and connecting with our clients on a deep level then I think our work here is done yeah, that's so awesome. So what what would be one quick action tip you would give some to someone who is launching a new program designed to help someone? Well, I would, first of all, you hit on this too, is I would make sure that it's something that people actually want. And this is one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is they get a really great idea and they've probably been told that they can package their ideas and make a bunch of money. Not necessarily unless people really want to buy that. So I would say do your due diligence and make sure that you're speaking to your ideal clients about what it is that they truly want. And I mentioned that I just uh, created my copywriting course and I'm actually doing some course correction as I move along because I've added another um, option for people. Some people wanted a copy review with me, some people wanted a strategy session, and some people were, just said, I just want the program by itself and I, I want to you know fly solo and get it done. So I've created three different options for people to choose from so I can meet them where they are. And that's something that not a lot of people are doing. They'll just create something and say, here it is, take it or leave it. And oftentimes people are leaving it because they're not even being asked what they really want. Yes, exactly. And I remember the first time I sold a, a, a program, um, I did one several years ago, but two years ago, I had the opportunity to speak for seven minutes in front of 35, 35 people. And it was really an exercise. Um, I was, it was a critique. So I spoke um, in the first day of the conference and I spoke on the last day and they critiqued me. So I restructured my talk and it was only seven minutes. And I, actually at the end of it, all, all I did was tell a story. And at the end of it, I invited people in and a bunch of people raised their hands. So I took their names later and called them all up. <laughs> and I, I got six or seven people out of the 30 enrolled in a thousand dollar program. And well, then, that's a nice seven minutes. <laughs> I know. And then I, <laughs> and so I did that two or three times, and my goal was to get 20 people on live calls. And 
I had 20 people on live calls and I did the course live and I recorded it and I've since sold it, you know, again and again. So that's a really easy way to do a program. So you, you just uh, invite and then you can do it live. So you can do it via conference line or, you know, a couple of other ways and record your face while you're talking and a slideshow while you're talking and then you're you've got everything done and you can give it to somebody to edit it together it's really simple (laughs) exactly well i think we like to complicate things whether we realize it or not and it doesn't have to be that hard and asking for some reason is sometimes very difficult for people and it's important to ask ask what people want ask for help ask for what you need and then with that knowledge you can create exactly what is going to sell Yeah. And a lot of times it's just you they're buying. It's not whatever product you have to offer. They just want to know what you know. So I think that that was the case in that particular program. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that's brilliant. It's a smart way to do things. And that's a really great, that's really great ROI, a seven minute talk and, you know, (laughs) yeah. And I, or $7,000. That's nice. (laughs) I know. And the, the, and it wasn't even my, my deal. It was just, uh, you know, showing the before and after of, you know, getting the critique from how I was speaking and then coming back and talking again. And because I connected so well the second time, that's when everybody raised their hand. (laughs) I love it. That's a great story. And see, when you, and that's, that's also the importance of listening, right? And getting feedback. And we all need that. And I welcome that. Not everyone does, you know, because when we're seen as experts, Oftentimes, um, ego can get in the way or just the perception that we're supposed to know it all. When in fact, I welcome it when people actually say, hey, have you thought about this, Lisa? Or maybe try this. And I thank people for their feedback. And I think that's something that we do need to look at as we are running our businesses because we sometimes are so close to what it is that we're offering that we could be missing something. Yes, exactly right. And I think with that note, I think that's the the biggest lesson people should be learning is that no matter how expert you are to still stay humble, because even the, you know, a person that's not anywhere near your, let's say your business expertise can give you some really valuable feedback. I know when I was a professor, my students taught me a lot. It was a two-way street. They could teach me more, uh, you know, more about my interaction with them and how I could teach them in a more effective way by listening to what it is they wanted, you know, their questions. Their questions were more important than the the content, in other words. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's true. And I always learn from the questions that people ask, because often they're sparking new ideas for products and programs and consulting sessions and all of that. Exactly right. And and you have some free offerings on your website, right? Oh, I do. In fact, I have a copywriting action plan that will teach people a little bit more about Uh, my philosophy is in focusing on passion points instead of pain points and also provides seven tips to help you write better copy. Um, And of course, once people become a member of the Write On Creative community, there's no cost to do that. They'll receive some emails from me from time to time in the copywriting action plan and the opportunity to schedule a complimentary 
15 minute get connected call so we can get to know each other and, and look at your biggest marketing challenge and see if there's a way we can play. Oh, awesome. So I'm, I'm setting up a special page for you. It's scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Lisa M. So for people to connect with Lisa, to find all about her offerings and free gifts, and to listen again to this particular program, go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Lisa M. So thank you so much. This was really enlightening and it was also inspiring for me because, it, you know, new, like every time I talk with somebody with all these brilliant ideas, like new things start, it's like new neuron, new neuron connections start <laughs> forming. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on the show, Lisa. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yes. So thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our absolutely wonderful guest, Lisa Mannion. Again, you can connect with her at scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Lisa M. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com forward slash nutrition and sign up for your free five-day program energizing your nutrition so you can have more energy and fewer cravings. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day. <laughs>